Welcome to Hope and Harmony. I'm Jen. This is Julia. We're so excited to have you join us for our fall season. While we authentically share our hope to heal through the harmony of faith and nature, we're so glad to see you. Happy fall, Julia. I am so excited. It's my favorite time of <laughs> Mine year. Mine too. Pumpkins and mums and leaves, which I can't believe we already have leaves falling over here. But I absolutely love fall and I'm so excited for the chance for you and I to sit down today and talk about seasons and the beauty of them and how we embrace the change and just really enjoy every season of our life. So Jen, this topic was actually laid on your heart first and I absolutely love it. So maybe you could start by just sharing like, I don't know what, what you had in mind and I know you've been through a lot of different seasons even since I met you, um, but I'm sure much before that. So we have, I don't know, maybe just share like some of, some of your thoughts behind. Well, I, there's just a lot of things I have learned about seasons and I'm still learning as we go. So I'm far from mastering this subject. And in fact, I might have to play this podcast to myself <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a few times as we head into new seasons and, um, children growing and things changing. And I've just really had to be proactive about reminding myself that seasons have beauty to them and just like you know fall is beautiful the leaves and the change of color I just I love that when you come around and see this you know gorgeous orange and red tree and it's just got all this beauty to it but that comes about from those leaves dying mm. and you know if that tree would refuse to you know stop that chlorophyll from going into the leaves because it doesn't want the leaves to die then it would forever stay green which would damage it in the long run and it wouldn't go through that beautiful transition in fall time. It's such a good metaphor for our own lives, it too. It really is, and it's a hard one. You know, I mean, there's, as you change seasons, sometimes dreams die. Or, you know, stages of life that you like die. And you have to be willing to let those die so that you can receive that beauty from it as you go into that new season. Absolutely. Can you share, like some examples that you found oh from your gracious. own life. <laughs> I know you we have, don't a have all day for that. <laughs> Nor do have I always handled those season changes well. But um you know some of the things that that lately I have really noticed in myself um you know my some of my kids are getting older so I have a, a huge age range from 16 down to 2 and for a while I really struggled with that changeover like of my kids not needing me in a in a certain way so much you know and instead of embracing that and loving the beauty of that I really missed that stage of them needing me and wanting mm -hmm. me and it reminded me how when I was in that season I couldn't wait for it to be over you know like how oh, yeah. tired I was and how exhausted I was and how grumpy I felt I was just talking to Grady today you know he's going to turn 12 and he was my super whiny toddler. And his brother, Guyver, has now decided to take that position for him. <laughs> and so he said to me, he's like, Mom, was I as whiny as Guyver? And I was like, yeah, I, I think you were. And I remember, like, just being so irritated with greedy crying and, and being so easily emotional. Well, number one, I am actually really thankful now. He is a very, he was a very emotional child because he really feels things, you know? And so that season really set him up for adulthood and he's very um, intricately aware of people's feelings. 
and now such a gift yeah it really is and it it, but to me it was annoying Mm -hmm. you know and so um but as that season changed now he doesn't need me to do all those things that he did and he doesn't cry and beg me for that and you begin to realize you know that season only lasts for a time and there's a lot of beauty that's going to come out of that season but eventually that season's going to die and go into a new one and you have to be willing to allow that to pass and change over into the new season and find the beauty from both of them one other thing Julia that I really have learned and put into um, emphasis in my life is a season of rest and I don't know about you or our listeners but if you're someone who struggles with that you can you can burn yourself out and make yourself a person that you don't want to be because you aren't willing to embrace that season of rest. And so that's one thing you, you know, you and I had talked about, we didn't do any recordings this summer and you know, the type a person in me is like, we need a recording every week. We got to do this, you know, but then I had to remind myself, this is my time. My kids don't have school. This is my time where we're a little bit more relaxed. This is your season of rest and you have to be willing to sometimes put good things on the back burner for emphasizing only on the best. That is so true. And, and I have that a hard can be time hard, with that. Especially when it's a good thing. Yes. It's easy to tell a bad thing mm-hmm. though, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, I used to really struggle with saying yes to just everything because, oh, it was good. I should say yes. I well, that's, still struggle with yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, me too. I have to really watch it. But I, I remember reading a book about it and I was like, I'm not giving the best of me because I'm spreading myself too thin. And so now I really try to be very proactive during our seasons of rest, but not be grouchy about it, not be irritated about it, like embrace it and enjoy that season because that season of rest is also a gift for you. Yes. So I'm curious then, how do you know, like, how do you define your seasons of rest? Do you just sense that it's time or do you like plan ahead? Yes and no. We do have our, our family really has waves of it so like right now as you know is not our season no, of I rest was wondering about that. I, I didn't think that it was no it is not this is very busy for us Matt is soccer roughing 24 7 in fact today he was on the phone I walked in from CrossFit and I heard the voice on the phone and I knew who it was and he had it on speaker and um, Matt says well let me talk to my better half and I'll let you know and the guy says, well, tell her that it's really bad if I have to call you. And Matt says, she can hear you. You're on speakerphone. Well, it was the, the head assignee here locally for the whole region. And he has two games tonight that don't have a, a ref covering. Oh. And Matt has stepped back a bit just so he can still be active and helping with the kids and different things. Well, he has two games tonight that don't have a ref and won't if Matt won't take it. And so Matt and I talked and he decided to go ahead and take it. But as you know, this is like crazy soccer time for him and for the kids and this is our very busy busy season for work which Mm -hmm. I love that just like fuels my fire and I enjoy it and I look forward to it and but you also can't have that every day all day your whole life it's not healthy no and so you know we always enjoy winter for the fact of it's a little bit of a slower season for us you know there's not the outside work to do that is required you know, we're not mowing and chopping wood and doing all these things. It's a little bit more of a season of rest. It gets darker earlier, so you go to bed earlier. We really try to embrace at least a good month of that in the winter. And then same thing in the summer when we are done with school and sports are done and we kind of can just, 
you know, have the bonfires at night and not have a strict schedule of go to bed, get up, do this. It's just a nice little season of rest and it makes you refreshed and ready for that next season. You know, just like winter is for the the plants, you know, it's their their time to rest, to relax and and prepare for, you know, spring when they're going to bloom and they're going to provide all this oxygen for us and they're going to work a little harder. We have to be willing to do the same as well. And, and I really struggled with the rest season um, because just, you know, from my, my background, it was, I've looked at it as being lazy mm-hmm. and there's much big difference from resting and being lazy. And I think especially we as women can sometimes get that mixed up and we don't really take time to rest and, you know, spend time with the Lord and allow him to really have that special time with us or spend time with our spouse and our kids and have that intentional rest time with them so that we can be refreshed and renewed. So back on that topic of the trees losing their leaves in the fall, Mm -hmm. that could be a metaphor for our own lives when we're going through a season of a loss, whether it be um, losing a loved one, a job, maybe loss of health. I don't know if you can, you know, there's many other. There's so many. And I don't know if you remember me sharing that song with you a few weeks ago that really spoke to me where he said in the song, you may feel like you've gone through four seasons of winter, (laughs) you know, um, because you, you can, you can, you can, you know, fall is beautiful, but it is, it's, it's a death. It's a loss. And you're going into, you know, winter and especially here in Ohio, I don't really love winter. You know, I mean, the sun is like sometimes MIA and it's cold and it's bitter and I can get a little bit of a negative attitude about that, you know? And so that is, is a harder season. It's not really one most people look to like, yes, it's winter, Mm -hmm. you know? And so same thing in life, we can go through that season of loss that, that really is, is a hard season. And, you know, I, I don't really feel qualified to speak a ton on this because I've never had to walk the deep waters of a, of a really horrific loss, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but there are a lot of people that have, and, um, I know for us, just even the, the smaller losses that we've had are a hard season to walk through. So I can't fathom what some of our listeners, Mm -hmm. their seasons of loss. And sometimes a season of loss isn't actually a death of a physical person, but a death of a dream. Uh, or a yes. death, you know, like that was one thing I really struggled with. Honestly, when we first adopted James and I was so thankful for another adoptive mom who reached out to me and she said, her exact words were, it is okay to mourn the loss of your first family. Uh, and I needed that. I needed to hear that I was okay, okay to mourn that, you know, that didn't mean I didn't love him. It didn't mean that I didn't want him, but it did mean that I missed that. It was a loss Mm -hmm. that would never be the same. And so sometimes I think we really need to reach out to those that, that may have a loss of a dream or a loss of, you know, a future, you know, when, when someone loses a spouse or a child, it's not just the loss of their physical body, but the loss of the future and the loss of all of what that would entail. And there's so much to mourn there, you know? And so it's important, I think, to really feel that. Now, that doesn't mean you, we want to stay there forever. Obviously, for our health purposes, eventually we, we have to really try to allow the Lord to heal that loss mm-hmm. and do as much as we can to you know, continue, but it doesn't ever go away. That is a season. It may 
change you know the mm-hmm. season will come around and I know a lot of grief moms that have said it's it's hard when you go into the spring season to not feel guilty for enjoying this new season uh, because of their season of loss you know but a season of loss is it's real and I think it's really important that we as you know fellow people who love people in our hands and feet of Jesus and really reach out to each other and come alongside them and support them through that season of loss and allow them to just be there not mm-hmm. have to push them out of it no expectations yeah, nothing on them. just love them with no as perfect no expectation no requirements you know if they don't if they don't speak to you for a year because they're in that mm-hmm. season when they come out of that season you're still there and you still yes. love them uh, and and just being that friend who says I'm I'm here you know I'm sorry there's not always anything to say you know mm-hmm. but be there carry them in prayer and just really support them as they go through that season of loss because everyone handles that season differently and what you might have handled that season for a week might take someone else a month I think that's what is challenging being like a a friend or like you know someone that wants to to be of a support through that like how to go about it right I think it's important not to ever say things like you know it's time to get over it or that's in the past or you know even cliche things that we think are helpful aren't always oh, helpful cliches can be so oh, hurtful it is and you know we really feel like we're saying the right thing but honestly most times the best thing to just say is I'm sorry and I'm praying for you and do those things mm-hmm. you know and just come alongside them and check on them how are you I love you I'm praying for you and know, you know, God had a better plan, God did this, God did that, because you don't know. And those cliches aren't something that really is going to bless them. What's going to bless them is knowing that you are going to the throne for them, and that you are so sorry in your validity, validating their feelings, and that's it. And uh, allow them That's so convicting. I'm sure there's, there's oh my so word. many times that I... can't even imagine how many times I've said something stupid. And it wasn't really intentional, mm-hmm. but it's not profitable Mm -hmm. either and um, I think we just get so we're just in such a fast-paced world that we just expect people to experience a season of loss and to just get over it Mm -hmm. you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go on and that's that's not what God says that's not even in the Bible you know we are supposed to comfort those who are weeping blessed are they Mm -hmm. you know and so that's what we're here for is to be those hands and feet not to tell someone to get over it not to give them a timeline not to push them out of it we're there to love them and encourage them and that's that's our whole job in that season of loss wow so julia you and i were just talking about being in a season of waiting and i think there's a lot of people that are in a season of waiting and i think that season is where we struggle with contentment the most or at Mm -hmm. least I oh, yes. struggle with contentment the most. Amen. So I'm in this season of waiting for, you know, my business to do what I want it to do and, you know, some new things that Matt and I have goals for and being my true controlling type A self, my patience may not be the best that it should be in a season of waiting. And I, I really believe it's a very hard season to navigate and you know, you were sharing a little bit about how you feel about a season yeah, of waiting. Yeah, season so. of waiting for motherhood. Yeah, it's it is it's it's hard to to walk that road. And so, I'd love to hear your thoughts on 
season of waiting and how you work through that. Yeah, absolutely. Just especially when you said contentment, that can be a huge struggle, but I've noticed like finding joy in the current season definitely helps you know have more contentment Mm -hmm. and not always like thinking about what's next but really trying to relish like in the moments that we have now and how things are now and even thinking about which maybe this is the right way to go about it but thinking about what would I miss you know if if Mm, it was a different season that's good um and just trying to appreciate that and that does really help with your contentment. Mm-hmm. What is the, I, I should have looked this quote up before we started, but there's some quote talking about like, you know, uh, con, a content person or a happy person is happy with what they have yes. instead of always looking at what they need to have to yes. make them because they'll never be content. Mm-hmm. And that's something I think we really always have to be aware of and proactive with yes. ourselves. And my mom even would tell me before I was married, like, if you're not content single, you're not going to be content married. Mm, that's so good. That was, Yeah. That was a good reminder and still is, you know, for other areas of life now. Right. I always try to think, what is God teaching me in my season of waiting? Mm. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, can I learn the lesson now? Because I'm (laughs) done waiting, you know. But um, obviously he's not ready for that, that next season. And he can't give me that because I haven't learned everything he has to train me for the next season. And I, you know, that's something I really try to use to remind myself okay, you aren't here yet because God hasn't, hasn't molded you into what he needs you to be for when you get there. And so this is your refining process. This is your pottery time, you know, and getting ready. But that's, I think that season of waiting can be agitating and really difficult with contentment when you, especially if you are someone who's really focused on what you're, what you're wanting, you know, whether it be, you know, being single, a season of waiting for a spouse or, you know, uh, being married in a season of waiting for children or a season of waiting for a job or financial provision or in your business or any of those seasons, they really can be difficult times to find contentment in the things that you have while you're waiting. Well, Julie, I think we could sit here and talk forever about seasons, but as we kind of wrap up, I guess my focus that I really want for myself and for our listeners is to allow ourselves, sometimes that's the biggest grace we can give ourselves, is the allowance to do something or to experience something or to feel something instead of, you know, holding ourselves back from those things. You know, we, we even here in the Bible, in, you know, Jesus wept. Jesus felt sadness. Jesus felt all those things. And so that's, that's actually a gift to us. And during these seasons, I think it's important to feel those things and maybe even do a little bit of journaling so you can go back the next season and realize, oh, this is what I was learning or, oh, this is the blessing God was giving me or, oh man, do I miss that season and I took it for granted and I need to be more aware for this, you know? Um, that so has I would, been such a huge thing for me it's too. So I'm important. so glad you brought that up. It's so important and I don't do it well enough and I really... Um, I was watching some Instagram stories the other day and saw a girl who was talking about journaling. I'm like, I have got to get back to that because it really helps put into focus and, you know, makes you think about where you're at. And so I'd really encourage our listeners, whatever your season you're in, write a few things down about it. Write, write what you don't like about it. Write what you do like about it. Write what you're hoping for in the next season. Write your prayer, you know, thoughts and prayer requests that you're praying for through this season and really embrace each season, feel each season, 
learn from it and and watch how it it changes you into a different person I love that meme where or graphic or you want to call it where it's a caterpillar talking to a butterfly and the caterpillar looks at the butterfly and says you've changed and the butterfly says aren't we supposed to Um, you know and I think it's so easy to to forget we're supposed to change you know we're not supposed to stay the same person our whole life heaven for I can't imagine I still the same person I was 19 (laughs) years ago when I married Matt you know we're supposed to change that's the beauty of of God constantly molding us and changing us and creating us to be what he is and he I'm so thankful he does it slowly you know Mm -hmm. I can't imagine if he tried to (laughs) I'd probably fight him hand tooth arm nail everything because you know that's just my personality but um really embrace your season and reach out to someone who you feel like is a safe zone and maybe spend some time and ask them to pray for this for you through this season and and really let it be a beautiful time as you watch your colors of your life change and you watch some things drop away and you watch some things bloom and you watch some heat come on to some things that in your life enjoy each one of those seasons as God has made it to mold you into where you are today.